Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a tangent. Back in the days when we played video games, it was hardcore for the nerdy and lazy. Now things have changed and all our video games are also for the casual and ladies. But that's okay, you know the score. We told you a million times before. Playing consoles, not just games, is in the past. For the newest episode of N4G Radio. This is episode 321, January 13th, 2014. It's only the second show, and I didn't flub it. 2014! Oh, yeah. With us this week, we have the GamesCon back. Greetings, programs. Wasn't the same show without you. Oh, thank you. It was so you much don't say better. that about me. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, we got the wombat. Hello. So we got Drew. Hey. And we got John. Hello. And the show's worse when you're here. <sighs> Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> Who said this? I've got better things I could do with my time, but no, I come here because I love you guys, but no, I just get hate, 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 all the time, hate. John, fapping to your PS4 is not better things to do. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, it is. Okay, some might argue that, that, that you're right about that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, since Mr. Khan wasn't here last week, we can start with him and see what he's been pondering. Alrighty then. Alright, um, cool. So we'll move on to Drew. Just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, uh, let's see here. I uh, started out by... Uh, I played a couple demos on the PS4. Demos on the PS4. Yeah, and uh, both of them are uh, very similar to each other because uh, they are both... Pinball games. Oh, okay. Yeah, Which there I, is an abundance of. To be fair, is there? There's not really a demo of Zen Pinball, right? It's a free. It's the free game. It's a free and game. And Sorcerer's yeah. Lair is free yeah. if you get it. It's 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 cool, I guess. Yeah. Um, Zen. I, I uh, downloaded and played a little bit of a Zen Pinball and uh, uh, Pinball Arcade. That's like got a monthly subscription, right? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Or something I'm like, sure like that's you, you one of buy, the options. Like you can buy like a season pass or something that just gets you every table that comes out. I think I read that somewhere. I, I've never played it, so you, you know you're right. Uh, I think it's. I think it's um, pinball arcade that has uh, basically you buy you buy tables. By the season, and I know uh, season two has uh, uh, yet to be completed. So, which is better then? Because I've played, I've played Zen, but not uh, Arcade. You, you know, you know, it's it's kind of tough for me. I 
I like them both in their own way because here's the reason. Uh, Pinball Arcade uh, emulates actual real-life pinball machines. Yeah. Yeah, they're the real, like, like real machines. Like the Bally yeah. Midway stuff and, like, yeah, all that sort of older ones, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, it's it's more of a a nostalgia trip, and it's and you can, you know, you can shake the machine, and uh, you can kind of really dig deep into what made those machines so great. And uh, I really enjoyed uh, what I played of it, as well as I also enjoyed Zen Pinball for being so... Because Zen Pinball on the other end of the spectrum are uh, is is based on completely made up tables. Yeah. Yeah, they get the licenses and obviously for things like Marvel and Star Wars and make their own, don't they? Yeah, and it's and it's like the the, the tables are so extreme. Yeah. And, and just so crazy like actual characters running around on top of the pinball table as you're playing kind of kind of crazy. And it's just, it, it, it's real, it definitely shows off more of the, like the, in terms of if you wanted to talk about it on a technical level, there's a lot more things going on in uh, Zen Pinball. And the tables are much, and you know, they're, they're bigger, more elaborate. Um, uh, I, I don't, I, I didn't play both of them long enough to like, basically come up with which one has the best, you know, ball physics. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think they both claim that they have, like, the realistic, most realistic pinball physics ever, but I don't know. It, they both, both of them did seem like they were slightly, like the physics was a, was a little bit different from each other, but I wouldn't know which one was the best. What about things like leaderboard and stuff like that? Because obviously with Zen Pinball, you've got it's it's quite in depth because it counts up the amount of tables you've got. Obviously, puts all of your um, scores up against your friends pretty much on the end screen. Does does uh, Pinball Arcade do anything similar? I think Pinball Arcade is much more uh, condensed. Um, I think I think it's more like table by table. And um, and it, it's not as uh, unified as uh, as in pinball, which I mean, in all honesty, that you know that there's good and bad for you know that you you know that can come from that, but um, I guess it just depends on if you want um, a realistic nostalgia trip versus. Uh, over the top uh, variety of licenses and 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 the most uh, insane uh, tables that you can that you can think of. Well, I guess I mean one of the things that I've noticed about the Zen Pinball stuff is that there isn't a massive amount on, of, of tables available on the PS4. Um, so, how many does does Arcade have? Does that is it is there a lot more? Or? 
There, there are a lot of tables. Um, I want to say at least a good dozen or so tables that that are in the demo. Um, but then you you have to pretty much buy them either individually or do the uh, the season buy them by the season type of thing. Which, uh, like I said earlier, season season two isn't either isn't out yet or isn't complete yet. So I'm not totally for sure as to uh, what all of uh, season one contains. But uh, some of the, some of the tables that that uh, I came across were uh, uh, like Ripley's, believe it or not. Um, Can they go the Terminator? Uh, yeah, I, I I did not I did not play the Terminator though. Um, which that's one that's one because I'm pinball was never as big over here as it was in the states, but I do distinctly remember playing the uh, Terminator Two pinball machine. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, uh, I, I don't, I, I didn't get to play that one, I, and I don't know if it was because it wasn't a part of the demo, or if it was a part of Season 2, but, uh, I did get to play, uh, the Star Trek The Next Generation pinball table, which was, uh, was pretty cool. But then it's like you go to Zen Pinball and you play like some of those Marvel-based uh, pinball tables, and it's just like, holy crap, this is just crazy. So, so it, it, I mean, it, it just it just depends on what kind of, pin, of pinball experience you want. You want a you want one that's realistic and nostalgia, or do you want one that's over the top and and intense and just crazy so i'd say both of them are pretty good and between the two of the games you probably end up spending quite a bit of money <laughs> uh if you if you want to own all the tables for each game which i don't know i might i mean uh, uh there's a. Uh, there's there's a kind of a little bit of uh, nostalgia that I have in my heart for pinballs, the pinball tables that I think I think I, I might I might purchase both of them. They should come with a scratch and sniff sticker that smells like sweat and shame. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The thing is, uh, I didn't even know they made a follow up to Pinbot. Because I remember playing Pinbot at a pizza place back when I was a teenager. But there's like a there's a pinball game called Bride of Pinbot. Wow, that's really awful. Yeah, <laughs> and the the table wasn't too impressive. I actually like the original Pinbot better. So, well, anyway, I played I played some pinball and. Uh, now we go over to the uh, the handheld that just keeps on giving uh, the 3DS, and uh, I finally got to play uh, one of the one of the biggest games of last year, and that is the Legend of Zelda: Link Between Worlds. Yeah, I played a little bit of that myself today, actually. Really? Yeah, I finished up. Uh... 
I'm heading to the swamp dungeon. I, I got my sword, my master sword, upgraded today. The, the the highest upgrade or just the first the upgrade? The first upgrade. I had two pieces of ore. Yeah. So. Sweet. You gotta so, get that gold master sword, man. I'm headed to the swamp dungeon now. I, uh... I just finished the second dungeon in the game. Oh, the one still in Hyrule. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still in Hyrule. Um, I actually went to Death Mountain um, as, as the second dungeon, which uh, which uh, is different than the original um, uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Usually, when the with the three dungeons, usually you would complete the Death Mountain one third. But uh, I uh, I went to that one second. And uh, my thoughts on the game is that it's absolutely brilliant game. Um, the three D, leave it up to first party Nintendo to actually Whoa. make the three D. My fucking chair. My chair's dying. <laughs> Slowly dying. Good gravy. I thought you were buying a new chair. I am. I just haven't ordered it yet. Okay. <laughs> but but uh yeah, leave it up to first party Nintendo to 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 actually make, you know, the three D look incredible. Well that's what they do every time, isn't it? Yeah, I mean when I'm playing the game it, it almost feels like I'm looking down on like some kind of uh, almost like a claymation type of world that I'm exploring that's actually a living breathing world and uh, it looks fantastic um, the the new uh, the new special power where you can uh, where you turn into the painting is really awesome I like how you ha- all kinds of neat ways that you could uh you can traverse the environments, you know, as the painting, which which is just really cool because uh, there was a couple parts in the dungeons where I'm just like, okay, what do I do now? Where, where do I go now? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing, and, and it's and it's like, oh, I'm, you know, the the the, the sub weapons that I have with me are, are no good. I'm just like, oh, there's a dead end, but but then it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I can I can. Uh, I can turn it into the painting and uh, travel along the walls. And then I do that, and it's like you start, you explore different parts of the the dungeon that you, you never got to in the, um, in the uh, Link to the Past, which I think is pretty cool. You, you get to see uh, the outside of the dungeons. And, and the, uh, the Death Mountain... Which I think is called the the Tower of Hera uh, dungeon is really awesome, uh, especially if you're playing it in 3D the whole time, like I was, uh, where, where you're where it's basically like eight or nine floors um, worth of dungeon that uh, a lot of a lot of the times in as you're as you're climbing you you actually have to go to the outside of the dungeon. And you can see like the layers underneath you that you've traversed, and and then when you're like inside the dungeon, uh, 
when you uh, if you have like a hammer and you and you basically use the uh, the floor to to basically uh, push you up to the next floor and you, you'll you'll be on like solid ground and then you'll be on like a, a chain link fence flooring and it, and, and it, how it comes into play with the 3d effect turned on is just really cool. I was just when when I first did that, I was just like, "Whoa, that is awesome!" It's like, "Whoa, man, they're making a third Bill and Ted movie." Yeah, it's awesome. Whoa, excellent. But uh, <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm 55, Bill. Whoa. Are Are you serious uh, about this? Yeah, I'm dead serious. They're making another Bill and Ted yeah. movie. Yeah, they are. What the fuck? Yeah, no. I'll still watch it. I like the first two. Well, hell yeah, I'm going to watch it. Of course, I'm going to watch it. I mean, come yeah. on, it's Bill and Ted. Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I can imagine not... Alex Winters is very happy about that. Well, yeah, he hasn't done anything since that or The Lost Boys. What was it? He was in, wasn't he in that, well, that was it Freaks or Freakers or something? I don't even is know what you're saying. Yeah, where he got kidnapped by a carnival and got turned into yeah. half something. I remember that, yeah. What? Yeah. It's It was like a small movie. It was like a weird comedy this is why IMDB is ruining the world <laughs> no I've seen that movie that's why you're ruining the world oh, yeah sure Faldry yeah. Freaked uh, that's the name of it wow. Freaked. I knew it was something like that yeah. sounds terrible yeah it does it was terrible sounds like sounds like a Netflix special hey man Netflix specials are awesome I know. I'm. D- I'm just kidding. I've been watching the crap out of some stand-up comedy on Netflix. Yeah, you. Weirdly, you guys get more British comedian stand-up um, features than we do in the UK. It's pretty weird. Now, I've watched a ton of those over the last week, like four or five of them. It's crazy. Hmm. Some good stuff on there. Sweet. Got Skyfall on there now. We haven't even got that. And it's British. We just got Jack Reacher. Yes, you did, and that's a great movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it. And those books are brilliant. It's on, it's on my queue. I haven't watched it yet. We also got The Last Stand, which I have to watch because I grew up with Arnold, you know. Uh, actually, it's not that bad. I'm, it's, I'm um, sure it's okay for an Arnold movie. It, it's, <laughs> yeah, it is. It's, yeah, it's okay. I have. I, I watched it um, a couple of months ago, and it's... Yeah, it's... It's not fantastic, but it's okay. It's better than... What was that one with Johnny Knoxville in? That's that's that one. Oh, is that? Yeah. Oh, then, yeah, that might not be that good, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking of, then. I, I don't either. We were no, talking about mind. video games, though. Let's continue. <laughs> but, uh, uh, rest assured, um, Legend of Zelda, as it stands now, I mean, if the if the high quality of it still continues which I'm sure it at least gets better than what it has been uh, you can rest assured that this game would probably been in my at least top three games of last year if, if I would have actually technically played it before the end of the year but uh, that brings me to the the other the last game that I played uh, over the past couple weeks and that is the demo for a 3DS RPG coming up called 
Bravely Default. Oh yeah, Drew talked about this last week. Yep. Yeah, I've got the demo for that as well because it's out over here in the UK. So I know I've, I think I played about five minutes of it. I never really got stuck into it yet. Well, um, I, I will say this: I've done some research about this game and have basically found out that the demo is is but a shadow of what the uh, the full game is going well, to be. Well, the demo is the demo is completely different. None of the stuff in the demo. Yes is actually in the game, so that's pretty cool. I'm having yeah. deja vu. Yeah, and the thing is, the uh, <laughs> the, the the demo, um, about half of it consists of fetch quests, which, <laughs> oh, um, which I discovered that the full game um, actually has no fetch quests at all. That's so, not a great demo, then, is it? No, and also, there's no there's no talking... In the demo, there's no actual um, audio dialogue um, in the demo, which uh, I've watched some videos uh, of the European version of Bravely Default, and there is a ton of actual audio dialogue in the game. And it's very, very story-driven, which there's hardly any story at all in the demo. It's just a few few paragraphs to set up the story and then once you beat the demo there's like another paragraph to basically sum up what's happening so the 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 demo i also heard that the full version introduces you to the uh the battle system uh a whole lot better than the the, the demo itself does why would they release this demo I don't know. Um, evidently, it was, I guess, when the game was really early in development or something like that. And it was, and we, we received the same demo that the Japanese received. Mm-hmm. So it's like based on an early version of the game. But, uh, uh, what can I say? Uh, the game, if, if you give it a chance, cause, uh, I, I've read a lot of posts that said, you know, played it for five minutes, played it for ten minutes, thought it was okay. Uh, if you if you get in, really get into the the battle system, uh, how you use the um, defaults to basically um, queue up additional turns, um, which which are used by uh, initiating uh, brave points. Um, it's uh, it's easier than what what it sounds. I mean, it, it might sound a little bit on the complicated side when uh, someone's describing the battle system, but uh, once you get used to it, um, it it adds uh, like a lot more strategy uh, to to your uh, to your gameplay, and it, and it adds more variety to the way that you approach um, either fighting enemy enemy parties. Or the way you approach fighting certain bosses, which uh, in the demo there's there's like five there's five bosses in the demo, and uh, uh, it, it's kind of funny because I uh, I totally maxed out this demo. <laughs> I uh, I literally put in about ten hours on the demo. Jesus. Yeah, I uh, I maxed out. Every character's level to level twenty, and I also mastered each character's uh, job. Um, 
So, in other words, I uh, I got really knee deep, thick, in into the game, and uh, I I love the battle system. I love and I love the gameplay. I think it's really awesome. Uh, the, the, I will I will admit the demo does a bang up job of introducing you to the world and introducing you to the characters. And I've done some research. The full game does a, does a, like a hundred times better of a job. At introducing you to the world and characters and from what I've heard there's lots of kind of weird uh, controversial things that happen in the game and it's not really as hap- as much of a happy game as the game looks on a aesthetic level there, uh, there's some they go into some really dark stuff from what I understand in the in the storyline. But um, yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, there's also a little uh, like rebuilding the village mechanic in the game, where you uh, basically rebuild the an item store, the 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 armor store, the weapon store, and when you do that, you you gain more access to weapons and items um, in the game and. Uh, and yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that's going on with it, and, and and you actually repair the village in real time. Like if it'll take two hours to rebuild the village, or to that's a rebuild. small fucking village. <laughs> <laughs> that is a small village, but like uh, uh, you actually, it actually uses street pass to uh, basically where, to where you can recruit characters to. Uh, uh, help rebuild the village, and the more people that you have, the quicker the quicker the the rebuild goes. And what's cool about it, um, I mean, it's both cool and annoying at the same time. But what's cool about it is that um, if you're if it's going to take like five hours to to uh, either repair or upgrade the uh, the weapon store or any other store for that matter, um, you can close the 3ds, and the 3ds goes into sleep mode. And it actually still continues uh, the the construction, so you don't. It, it's not of actual gameplay, but it's, it, you, you have to have the game on, and uh, and the and the system closed in order for it to uh, go into that into that mode of the game. But uh, uh, needless to say, I am I am highly looking forward to this game. Um, some people that have played the Japanese version and some people that have played the European version basically say it's it's one of the best RPGs in many, many, many years. Uh, basically, they put it up on as high of a pedestal as like saying it's within the top five or six RPGs like ever. Pretty much, it's like mm-hmm. it's like people were like, "Yeah, uh, Xeno Gears, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI. Oh yeah, Bravely Default." It's like they they put that in the same sentence. So, I'm really looking forward to this game. Needless to say, so needless. Yes, there's no need to say it. So, okay. oh, that's cool. There you go. <laughs> And uh, future following, uh, definitely more Zelda, and also want to play. I'm going to play some more uh, 
Fire Emblem Awakening. I thought he was going to say Def Leppard. Well, Def just want somebody to pour some sugar on him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or some sweet and low. <laughs> that doesn't have the same ring to it, to be fair. That's the radio edit version. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, wow, that was long. Um, yeah, back to the classic me taking up a long, lot of time. <laughs> well, it's been a great show. We'll see you guys next week. Yep. <laughs> uh, no, let's let's talk to Drew. I think Drew's probably played a couple games. I have actually. Anything worth talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Say, um, what should I start with? I don't know. I played a lot of games with robots in it this week. Oh, it's a robot game week. Awesome. Um, the first one being I finished up um, Binary Domain. How about that twist? That is a hell of a twist. I told and you. That, that ending, that ending was, uh, <laughs> that made me go, yeah, because it, it was so awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty great game. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe that no, nobody played that game. I know, it's sad, and, and, and then it was on PS Plus, and nobody still played it. I know, this was blowing my mind. It's free on PlayStation Plus, I think, still. So, if you're out there, and you have PlayStation Plus, and you have not downloaded this game, go download it. It is free. And it is pretty awesome. Yes, it is. But you can hear me talk more about that fantastic twist, and other things on Phoenix Down uh, this week. We'll be finishing that up. Um, but another game I played has a lot of um, <clears throat> robots and cyborgs in it. More cyborgs than robots. Oh, well, there's a good amount of robots in it, too. It's a game called Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. I played the PC version that just came out this week. I skipped this game because I'm not a big fan of platinum games. Your first mistake in life. Well, I just don't really like many platinum games. I did not like Bayonetta. Ah. I it, it, that's Ugh. every nerd crying now, but I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't like that game. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought it was. I understand. I get platinum games is ridiculous. I get that, and I totally understand that. But there's a whole another level of ridiculousness in Bayonetta. Now, don't get me wrong. Revengeance is freaking insane, but it's in a universe that I care about. And it's also in the universe that is also insane. Exactly. Yeah, a little bit. So, <laughs> uh, I did play the PC version. Um, the only thing, I mean, it's a little cheaper on Steam. Uh, it looks nice. Well, it's, um, it's like a year and a half old. Or no, it's like a year old. Of course it's cheaper. It's also That's free true. on PSN. Yeah, it's free on PlayStation Plus. Not right now, though. Well, in like a week or two. Well, wait, what? Yeah, it's... Wait, no, it's not. Sorry. No. Wrong game. DMC. It's DMC. Yeah. Well, we've DMC's, had it free in the UK. DMC When it's come to you guys. DMC's free right now, and I think in either this coming week or the week after is Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, nobody played that game either. Yeah. No, of course it didn't. So, um, but anyway, um, yeah, Revengeance is crazy. Uh, it, it, I will have to say, I beat this game in two sittings. It's not very bit long game, to be fair. No, it took me... It, total clock time was four hours and 35 minutes. Great game, though. 
It is that is an awesome game. The final boss can kiss my ass. The final boss is hard <laughs> as crap, but yeah. man, that Funniest speech fact. that speech he gives is classic. Yeah, it's <laughs> that's one of the greatest speeches in video game history. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the dude. Yeah, he's like, look, I just want everybody to be free. And here's how I'm gonna do it, and it's completely bullshit. It's crazy. It, yeah, it's fucking insane. I want everybody to be free by killing a lot of people. <laughs> freedom but, uh, comes at a price, my friends. Freedom is not free. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> is it is a port any good though? Um, yeah. Uh, it's it looks good. It plays fantastic. I think it's uh the the problem is it is locked at 1080p, which for me is not a problem because my monitor is 1080p but uh i know a lot of people have been complaining about that um it was also online only they're, they're gonna patch it but they've already fixed it okay well at, at it, launch it was it, it was it was a bug yeah is what they said i don't know but yeah, i mean it, <laughs> they claimed they claimed it was a bug and they said oh we'll get on that right away and they fixed it within like 12 hours so um but it's great that game's great Yes, it is. It's, uh, go I really ninja, love... Go, Ninja, go, <laughs> That whole scene. It was like, yeah. Oh, I, I saw that. I had already seen that before because my old roommate had showed it to me. And, you know, I said, well, so Metal Gear Solid Universe is now canonical with both Vanilla Ice and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Canonical. Canonical, whatever. Not canonical. Was well, canon. Are you, are you... It's not canon, is it? <sighs> Seriously, you people on this podcast kill me. Whatever. You have us on hand. But I, um, one of the greatest things about it is the soundtrack. Yeah, it's I got a fucking <clears throat> great soundtrack. It's, that, that soundtrack is insanely, it's just this hard, heavy metal <laughs> the entire time. But the greatest thing is, like, it's always during boss fights. And at the beginning of the boss fight it's kind of just the music instrumental and it's it, and but when you get close to beating the boss it starts like revving up really faster and it adds lyrics to it and stuff it just makes you just go yeah fucking kill everything <laughs> it's that, well, that it's, game is it's nuts. got some great boss fights too yes it does it's got some insane boss fights the the only there's a couple of problems i did have with it the camera's not the best in the world and yeah, no, not really it, it, it you know it tends to go where it wants to sometimes and they never tell you you can lock on to enemies but you can uh so probably about two chapters in i finally figured that out um and i understand and i i've seen comments on this about people saying that the combat or the, uh, the parrying is not difficult and I would say after about two hours of playing this game, and I put four hours and 25 minutes into it, um, after about two hours, I finally got it down. There's a bit of a problem there. And the problem is, is because the block and parry button is the exact same button as the attack button. Why? Why do you do that? Got to have the timing down. As it, but the thing is, is that I end up attacking when I want to block. And guess what? You get hit. And the enemies don't get stunned when you hit them, but you get knocked the fuck back and have to start all over again. And some of that shit it got really annoying, especially during those last two boss fights. 
No, the last two boss fights are the worst part of that game. But man, that they're the, awesome, the most awesome parts of the game too. The combat in that game is so super satisfying when you get it. Like you can do like a whole level without ever taking a hit, and it's yeah. so super satisfying. You can apparently you can do the whole level without really killing anybody. Yeah, you can do that you too. Can sne- you can sneak it if you want to. It's difficult. But I mean, it's um. But that combat's too good to be sneaking around, and I love. There's nothing more satisfying when you hit that particular uh, blade mode, and you grab their spine out of them and just smash it. Yeah. Oh man, that is so awesome. It's always awesome whenever you got two or three guys together, and you you zendetsu them all. That's so awesome. And you just slash all of them. And you just keep keep hitting B B B, and he's like just grabbing fucking spinal cords out of everybody. That's yeah. awesome. That, that, and, that and Bayonetta, I have been dying to go back and play again. Because just the combat in those games just is so awesome. But yeah, Metal Gear Rising. I'm going to write my full review uh, Monday. Should be live this week. Uh, you guys can check that out. Uh, if you have a PC that can run it, I'd say drop the money down. It's only, I think, thirty nine ninety nine. I think it's 30 bucks, isn't it? Or was oh, it's, it's, it, may, it may be twenty nine ninety nine. I may be completely wrong on that. But uh, yeah, definitely pick that game up. That's a, that's a great game. Even if you're not a Metal Gear fan, you're yeah, still probably gonna. It's just like got it. batshit Metal Gear cutscenes. Like the game itself is not Metal Gear at all. No. So it's um, but yeah, they did a great job with that, and helped uh, for the soundtrack alone. Just the, that that it, every boss fight has awesome music. But yeah. Um, other than that, I played some more Need for Speed Rivals on the PS4. Um, I'm actually having a... Uh, I, I was kind of like, eh, yes, Need for Speed. But after I jumped back into it, I, a little bit last night, but I jumped into it this morning too, I'm starting to really like that game. The only I think thing, that game's really fun. Yeah, the only thing that bothers me about that game is the further you get into it, the more it punishes you. How so? Because the cops become absolutely unrelentless, and oh yeah, it makes it almost impossible to bank any points. Yeah, it's not. Truth be told, playing the, as a racer in this game is not fun. Yep, it's being a cop. Too. Being a cop is fun, but playing as the racer because you can work your ass off, like you know, finishing races and getting a whole bunch of points. And you're trying to get back to your hideout, and oh, a cop busts you, and you just lost all that shit. Yep. But at least, if, at least even if you're in a chase, when you do get to your hideout, you can still get in there, as opposed to lose a cop's first kind of thing, which is okay. That's just true. Yeah, that's just, true. Sometimes that map is just so big; it's, it, it takes a while to get to a hideout. Well, they need a they need a, an instant hideout GPS button instead yeah. of. They do a, have one. What is it? Because otherwise, I've got to go through the easy drive, which is like three or that's four. left, left, left. But still, when you yeah, it's just three buttons. It's not that hard. John, when you're going down the road at like 185 miles an hour, I'm not going to tap left on the D-pad and take my hand off the control stick. Because guess what? I'm going into a wall. Yeah, I ain't got a problem with it. Well, you must but not I, be going um, that fast. This morning, I had a pretty awesome time. I, uh, in fact, I made a video clip of it and put it on Facebook. So if anybody out there wants to see that, they can check it out on oh, the Facebook page. Facebook. I rammed the living shit out of a car and it did like Michael Bay flips in the air while exploding. <laughs> did, it, did it leave the <laughs> stage? 
when it was done? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Didn't drop the mic and leave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The teleprompter's not I'm working. So, I'm either. sorry. I'm. Bye. See ya. Transformers Four. Bye. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> oh, that'd been awesome. That was Michael Bay, everybody. Yeah. Yay! Sorry clap, about clap. that. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, um, Need for Speed. That's about it. Play some Dota with Jay. Got back into that a little bit. I have, I have like hovered over the install button on that like six or seven times, and I just, I just can't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> if yeah, well, I. I I have a feeling you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to play like once or twice with people I know and then you'll be done. Uh, the only thing that keeps interesting me is that they say it's pretty fun with bots because I don't think I'd ever play with anybody. Especially. Yeah, you could, you could totally like just have people on your team and have the other team bots. Yeah, if you want. that would interest me, but I don't know that I would ever have the time to learn how to play that game. That's Plus, how me and Jay basically play it. Because the other thing that turns me off about that game, one map. Hey, I would get really tired of that after a while. Well, I mean, there's so much strategy involved that if you threw more maps in, that would make that game even fucking more complicated. I, I just like variety. You know, the people say, you know, I play fighting games. I don't care how many stages. I do. I'm that guy. I'm that guy that cares about costumes and stages because I like variety. Um, you got a lot of variety in the heroes that you can play as. Yeah. I mean, I had a lot of variety in fighting games too, but if it only has like three stages, eh, I'm not going to be playing it that much. I know. Go it's, ahead, it's free. Go ahead and install it. Me, you, and maybe Jay will play a game. It's not free, Drew. It costs Dota a lot. Of, it free. costs a lot of time. Oh come on! <laughs> time ain't free. Freedom ain't free. We've discussed this. <laughs> it's a hefty fucking fee. I'll tell you that. It's about buck oh five, isn't it? <sighs> Freedom costs a buck oh five. <laughs> that's uh yeah I think that's about it okay so I guess the rest of us don't get to talk guys been going on for like an hour I'm sorry Jesus I want to talk about revengeance cheese and rice it's a good thing I didn't play anything this week so <laughs> what's amazed me so far is that neither of you guys played don't starve I'm going to talk about that. Okay. I did I did play Don't Starve and then I said I'm probably not going to play Don't Starve anymore. <laughs> Cuz played it for about 45 minutes. Yeah, Jason didn't play it and I, you got a PS Plus account, don't you? Yeah. You didn't download it? Uh-uh. Oh. Okay. So I guess we'll talk to John who actually did play the free PS Plus game. Okay, so I'll start off by saying Don't Starve is awesome. Oh, well there you go. See, Drew, you're wrong. Cool. I must. I must. Okay. Be yeah, you're obviously not playing it right, as we oh here um, we go often discuss. Uh, no, it's it's <laughs> a, it's a lot like um, what's that called the 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 Minecraft Terraria. Oh well, yeah, it's, it's like one of the it's one of those but games. It, is, it, it kind of is. I mean, it what I found in because I I I never really got into Minecraft and I do kind of enjoy Terraria. Um, the, the first thing that appealed to me was the the art style. I I think it's I don't know. It's really there's something about it. Um, the way that your characters move, um, you know, the land itself, the the enemies on there, the uh, the rabbits, you know, the um, the bees, and the 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 it's got this nice little style to it. Um, 
it's it is one of those kind of Terraria games kind of you get no instruction you you basically uh you start the game and there's this weird guy who basically says um you know you know you don't look so good uh you're on the floor at that time uh you better get something to eat before it gets dark and that's it um from there on you're kind of left to fend for yourself and discover the world which i think is what it's all about um Yes, the idea is you don't starve. Uh, so what do you need for that? You need food. So what sort of food? Well, you've got to go out and hunt. Well, how do you hunt? Well, you've got to go and make some traps. How do you make the traps? And it's all that stuff you've kind of got to get it off your own back. You've got There's no hints or anything. Um, you start off, uh, so there are trees. Uh, well, to start off, you've got things like um, uh, the sapling, twigs, and grass. Now, from that, you can make traps and you can then drop the traps and you can find carrots and you can bait the traps with the carrots which will give you rabbits if you put them in the right position and from there you can cook those you go and you've then got uh, different types of uh, equipment of course like your axe and your uh, pickaxe that you would need to chop down trees we have to find flint for that um if you want to build a fire that isn't going to last um more than one night then you have to find rocks it's but it's a whole learning curve what where it kind of differs is that um it well i don't know if it differs i haven't played enough for terraria but it's the exploring of the world you only get uh, a certain amount of time in the day uh, then goes to evening, which you can still walk about but get stark, and then it goes to night, and from there, you, you're foolish if you go anywhere outside of the comfort of your own little uh, space, your own little fire, uh, because you can get killed and you don't know what's killing you. Um, it's it really is. I, I find it really interesting, and um, it is all about that discovery. What am I going to need? What are these things I need to collect? Where am I going to find them? Um, you know, they've got these wormholes in the ground that if you go near they'll open up and you can jump into them but you don't know where it's going to take you and it could be somewhere you've never been before um, and you've got no idea of how to get back to areas that you're kind of familiar with the maps are absolutely huge um, you know I've I've probably played this game um, I don't know maybe seven, six, seven hours and I've seen 10% of a map if that so the thing's absolutely massive. Um, the other thing that you can probably compare it to is a roguelike. Because you aren't going to survive. That's the whole thing. I mean, you uh, your score is essentially counted in days. So you survive a day, brilliant. If you, well, not if, when you die, and you will, you level up. And as you level up, you unlock more characters, and those characters have different abilities. So the first guy's ability, Wilson, is that he can rock a Kraken beard. That's it. So if that's an ability, awesome. Okay. Yep. Um, however, the next person you unlock is Willow. I think his name's Willow. Oh, is Willow. It, some, I can't, it might not be Willow, actually. I can't remember. But it's a woman, it's this girl, and she. Ha- is equipped with a lighter so she has the ability to obviously c- she can illuminate uh, the dark 
you know, without having to uh, create or expend um, torches. And she can also attack things with fire and set things alight. Um, so as you progress, you get this kind of roguelike thing where, you know, you just start again, you start afresh, but you've got a, a new skill set. And you've, you're armed with the knowledge uh, that you took away from the last few playthroughs. And um, I mean, I'm getting to a point now where I can probably last eight or nine days. But I'll unlock more characters and that'll give me maybe the edge I need. It, I, it's just really, really good fun. And it, it's one of those kind of games that's a time thief. You know, you think you've been playing five minutes when in actual fact you've been playing sort of an hour or two. So um, that's always a good sign if, if you're doing that. So um, that's my opinion. I, I enjoy it. And, and the fact is it's free. If you've got a PS4, it's free. What's stopping you from going to get it? I don't know. Ask Jason. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the worst case scenario, you play it, you don't like it, you can delete it. It's it's a no-brainer. Uh, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Um, uh, uh, you know, these these guys, uh, Clay, have, have done some great games, but this is the one that I'm enjoying um, by far. I mean, Mark of the Ninja was great, Shank was great, but I'm really getting something out of this that I didn't get from those games. Okay, well, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely download it. Yeah, I haven't. I downloaded it, but I have not played it. The only the only problem I have, and it's not a problem with the game, it's the fact that um, I have a, a plasma TV. Screen burn is a bitch on that game. <laughs> that sounds like your problem for buying a plasma TV. Yeah, it is. My TV is about three years old. I like my TV. It does a job, but it also is terrible for playing games, especially ones where you've got boxes on the side of the screen and at the bottom at all times. But, you know, hey-ho, that's not the game's fault. Um, so I've played that. I've also been playing some more Battlefield. I'm, again, multiplayer, enjoying that thoroughly. Um, Need for Speed I picked up. That's I'm really I'm actually enjoying that more than I thought I would. Um, I've been playing with some friends, uh, so we get in the same server, which is, is probably a great way of doing it because you're less likely to get trolled. Um, the game is pretty. That game is damn fine to look at. Yeah. Really is. That's um, a Battlefield Frostbite Three engine. It's a pretty engine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, because I, I put out on Twitter before I got it, you know, because I was a. I've, I liked Hot Pursuit, which obviously this is kind of linked to, um, but I didn't get on with Most Wanted so much because of the way the cars controlled, and I was a little bit dubious about how sort of loose these cars would be but i haven't had that problem at all they've, they've been really good drifting is a dream you know you can obviously upgrade certain cars obviously the the racer ones you can upgrade for performance so you know i've got to a point where i've still got the car that i started off with that what they give you at the beginning which is the um porsche and um i'm taking corners um speed traps on corners at 148 miles an hour so you know it's 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 pretty exhilarating. Um, you are right in the fact that it is slightly more fun to play as a cop, just solely because you don't get that you're trying to do stuff and then suddenly a cop's chasing you down. Your goal is just to chase the racers down, and it doesn't really interfere with anything else. So um, yeah, you know that that's probably the only bad thing. I'm maybe level six or seven as a. I'm, I might have hit ten actually. I can't. I might have got. A, Hit ten on that one, um, but there is—is uh, is it sixty for both? Yeah, it's sixty bucks. 
So I, I haven't got to the situation that, that Drew's found himself or you two found yourself in where it was re- getting real difficult. Um, I'm sure that'll come. But I'm enjoying it so far. It's a fun game. It's just, yeah, once those cops get crazy, they get real crazy. But I'm, 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 I'm pleased I picked it up. I'm, you know, I'm sure I'll, I'll play a lot more of that and I'm sure I'll enjoy it as well. All right, anything else? Um, not that comes to mind. No, um, no, no. That that's it. All right. So, talk to the wombat. He's been relatively quiet this whole show. I have, yes. Um, Soothing sounds of your voice. Well, the good news is, for your time consideration, uh, I really didn't play anything. <laughs> you and me so that works. Dragons, right? Uh, yep, puzzles and dragons and. Um, Assassin's Creed, and that's it. <laughs> so that makes the speed go along a little bit. You know, Classic yeah, I, I completely, I completely forgot. I've, I played a load of Assassin's Creed this week as well. <laughs> but I'll let you talk about that. Uh, I've already talked about it for <laughs> yeah, the think, last four weeks in a row. I think we're good. I think we've, oh, ta- okay. I think we've killed that game on so many levels because so many people have been playing it over yeah. different times. Yeah, Bad agreed. Income. So I just. <laughs> I'm not much better off than you, Wombat. Because <laughs> I spent most of my week playing Blue Dragon. Fuck yeah. So, you know. <laughs> Keeping it relative. Well, I'm doing Phoenix Down, so. Yes, I know. This so, is the beginning. I've heard that song six times so far. <laughs> so, that's not enough. That's no, not yeah, enough. That's, that isn't enough. No, I took out the first boss too fast and the song ended and I was all like, oh. Oh, you didn't get that awesome solo. Yeah, I did. I did on the um, the two headed dog though in the hospital, which I totally forgot how much I hated the hospital. But we'll talk about that yeah, on the show. I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that on the show. I did play a couple other things. Like I said earlier, I played Zelda. Uh, moving on to the Swamp Dungeon, I think I'm going to try to wrap that game up over the next couple weeks. Um, God, did I play anything else? Yes, I I recorded an hour long video, um, which will probably never see the light of day because it's boring as fuck. Oh no! Uh, Make it anyway. Fuck it. It's uh, it's me and Dave playing Just Cause 2's multiplayer mod, and we start off like in the same city, and I walk over and I found him because like in the multiplayer mod, there's no way to find specific players on the map. So we just happened to be lucky to spawn in the same place. And then we started fighting, and I killed him. And then he spawned like 16 kilometers away. So the next 10 to 15 minutes of the video is me trying to find him. And five minutes of that is me swimming across an ocean. Sounds exhilarating. Yeah, it's it's you forget how big that game is. <laughs> So in the multiplayer, can are you can you do missions and shit, or is it just people fucking around? Yeah, there's like a ton of servers, and when we first loaded up, like the server caps five thousand players. Oh Jesus Christ! And we were like, dude, that's insane. And then when we played, we're like, okay, I can see why you need five thousand players because the world is just so big. Um, and what it is is like there's different areas of the map that are marked off with like these little. Things and people can create their own missions, um, and then you go into that section and you start a mission. Like there's no enemies in the map we were in. Okay. 
So you go around and you blow up stuff and you get chaos and then the chaos will open up the black market just like in the regular game and then you can buy weapons and cars and the servers can set so that it dumps like $500 or something into your account every 10 minutes or so or just stuff like that. Um, We discovered that it's obviously very glitchy (laughs) because that game was not built for multiplayer at all. Right. So there'll be a lot of times where you're you know, trying to do something like we both tried to get into a plane and it kept glitching one of us out the back. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see this. Fuck it. I mean, it's an hour and six minutes long, and there's a lot of it that's real boring. Uh, but to maybe be fair I'll, though, it's it's an achievement what they did. No, it is. It's it's a extreme achievement what they pulled off with that mod, and it's it's a really cool idea, and I I would like to play it with like like a thousand players. <laughs> and official support, maybe, with Just Cause 3. Yeah. It's a cool thing. It's definitely... Hire those guys. Yeah, no doubt. Hire those guys. Um, so maybe I'll throw that video up on YouTube. It's a big and it's like 6 gigs. <laughs> so, wow. I gotta, yeah, I gotta figure out how to transport that bad boy on a USB drive or something. Uh, but that's it. That's uh, I have spent almost every free minute I've had playing Blue Dragon. So... I don't. I don't know if Dave told you, but I showed him OBS, and he said, and because he, he keeps playing the seventh guest, I just, <laughs> I just jokingly said, "Hey, make a video of the seventh guest." He says, "What kind of software do you use?" I'm like, "Oh shit, we're gonna get a video of the seventh guest." I bet that'd be real exciting. <laughs> uh, no, as far as my future fondling goes, like I don't have anything on my agenda until Tomb Raider comes out at the end of the month. I have literally passed every review off so far this year. I haven't taken anything. Well, I'm with you on that one. I'm definitely getting that when that comes out. Yeah, I'll be getting that. Um, I think Dave's going to be reviewing... <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Liberation HD this mm. week, if we get it. Because, uh, you know, like I said, I gave you Metal Gear, and I gave... So I just passed everything out. Yeah. Well, I've seen some... Um, comparison shots of the HD version. They that looks stunning. That looks really, really good. I'm sure it'll be good. Sorry, oh, had to, no. <laughs> I had to mute because I was coughing. Gotcha. Uh, so that yeah, that's it. Like I said, not a lot going on. Uh, so I guess news. Uh, if you want to discuss what's going on, sure. Well, we've already done our bit. Yeah, you did. You did talk about a few things. Um, clearly, the not big, everything, but a few things. There, there's a few things going on. Did you talk about Sony's VR headset? No, we didn't. No. We were too busy talking about now, now, now. <sighs> Sorry, I got coughs going on like crazy over here. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess Sony's not going to support the Oculus, which is kind of disappointing. Well, I I think they would be wise to wait and see how that takes off before they... I mean, they're obviously already working on their set, but um, I think there are a lot of um, obstacles to overcome to get that into homes where it will be profitable enough for people to... developers to make games for it. Yeah, I just worry about the developers making games for it. Like, if you make it for Oculus, is it a hard port? You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. It just makes yeah. it it's when you split the stuff like that it just makes it bad for everybody. So I don't know, we'll see how it pans out. Um 
there was a surprising amount of stuff that came out of CES. Uh, the Project Spark beta for Xbox One starts next month. Yeah, I got I got a code for the Windows version. Well fucking done. I applied for the Xbox version. I haven't got a Windows machine. <laughs> but you don't have an Xbox One either. Oh, no, I applied for the Xbox version. Not the Xbox One version. Uh, yeah, 360. Well, they haven't even announced the 360 beta for it yet. No, but they are doing it. Well, I need a code because I, I need to play that. Uh, Rayman Origin or Legends has moved up a week. Its release is now February 18th instead of the 25th for Xbox One and PS4. Oh, what else is going on? Fable uh, Anniversary went gold. What, um, what is that um, for? That's for Xbox 360. X360, oh, yeah. Okay. That's going to be awesome. I I never played the first one. I enjoyed 2 and 3. To to go back and play that is um that's one of those games I'm definitely going to be looking forward to. I hope okay. it's good. I I do hope it's good. Yeah, I I mean the guys making it obviously the ones that worked on 2 and 3, um Ted Timmons who's the lead or the game director. Um he, I think he knows what he's doing. Uh, a couple games announced this week. Obviously the first one was Alien Isolation. Which people are a little nervous about. We talked about it on the show for sure. But it's. I don't think you should be worried about it because it's not Gearbox. <laughs> you know? So. Well, Gearbox only makes one good game, I think. I mean, Brothers in yeah. Arms is decent. But. They have, that, that has carried them for quite a. You know, quite. Uh, quite a lot, really. If you look at what they've done other than Borderlands, it's not exactly been surefire hits, has it? No, not at all. No. But yeah, the um, I don't know. It's 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 another Aliens game. I don't have the nostalgia for Aliens as everybody else does. So anything can be better than Colonial Marines. Yeah, according to what it's people quite, would say. It's it's quite funny because I was in my local um, game store and they had it for three pounds and I still couldn't be asked to get it. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's three quid. I'm thinking, Christ's sake! I spend more of that a day on coffee, and I still can't be asked to get that game. Uh, the other game that was announced was Evolve, which is from Turtle Rock, the guys who built Left for Dead. That should be good. I hope so. It's an interesting five-player concept. What so, is it exactly? I didn't even look uh, at it. It's essentially Left for Dead in space, but uh, it's four players playing co-op against one other player who's playing as like a giant monster that keeps getting bigger every round. You know what that uh. sounds like? <laughs> it sounds like... Do you might remember a... <clears throat> it was a game called either Earth No More or World No More, and it was kind of like a Left for Dead kind of deal where some kind of alien plant life had taken over Earth. Last and of Us? N- no, 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 no. Crisis? Yeah. And, uh... No, no, no. This was announced a long time ago. It was in Game Informer, no less. Um, they ran a story on it. I don't think it was a cover story, but, I mean, there was a story on it. And we never heard anything else out of it. Uh, it was, um... But it was supposed to be, like, four survivors, but other players could take on the roles of the bad guys and could, like, interrupt their single player by attacking them and stuff. You know, Perfect Dark started that so many years ago and nobody's really kind of taken off with it yet. Tried it, yeah. So, I'm I'm interested in this game. I like the idea of one player being super overpowered against four players. It's like if you've ever played, I know it's a horrible example, but Tank 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 on the Wii U... Uh, the local multiplayer game is one person plays the giant monster while the other three people are playing as little tanks trying to take it down. That's pretty fun. 
So, you know, if you could evolve that and kind of flesh it out to be a full-fledged game, um, that would be pretty cool. So mm-hmm. I'm, in, I'm interested in that game. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess we can talk about PlayStation now. I know we weren't all on the new show. It's uh, it's been announced for beta at the end of this uh, the end of February or the end of this month. This this month, end I believe. Okay, yeah. and nobody knows how to get in the beta. <laughs> nope, they, they have not announced invite. it. They might just invite. Um, I don't know. Of course, it rolls out in summer. Um, what makes me nervous is there was no money talked about. Not now they'll they'll leave that probably for E three. But they also didn't specify like. If you have a subscription, does it give you access to everything, or does it give you access to certain things? Because they also said you could rent games on a game-by-game basis. I uh, reckon it will be rent games, game-by-game, or subscription for everything. That's the You can't over-confuse things, and that's the best way to do it. Yeah, but here's the problem with that. How much is it going to cost to rent a game versus the subscription? Yeah, that's one more way up, isn't it? Yeah, because it's like you could do like three dollars to rent a game, or you could pay fifteen. But who would pay the three dollars at that point? This is true. You know, I just pay the fifteen bucks for a month and play a ton of games or whatever. And I'm also curious about the library because we all know yeah. that it'll get the Sony stuff. That's not the issue. The issue is how many third parties will sign on for that. Yeah, yeah. And them claiming you only need a five megabit per section per second connection makes me laugh. Bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, dude, no. No, no, there's no way. Uh-uh. Five megabits per second is going to look like you're playing freaking Vectrex system or something. There's just no way. The problem that you've got is that until this actually starts going into beta and then obviously running live, you, you've got no real way to tell what kind of quality you're going to get because they can show Last of Us running on a Vita all they like, but they're dedicated servers that you've got maybe a handful of machines attached to. You, there's no way of knowing, and that the proof will be there. That's when people are going to find out. Even the beta isn't going to have as many people as could potentially be on that service running. So, it's yeah, it's going to be interesting. I hope they don't integrate this into the PlayStation Network. Well, it's going to be integrated for sure. Well, then that's going to make the PlayStation Network even less stable. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it. I, I need to see it in practice. It's a wonderful idea that I have dreamed about Nintendo doing for years. And if Sony does it, that's cool. There's a lot of games on there that I would love to go back and play, but I really need to know how this thing is going to work, how much it's going to cost, and how it's going to perform. So, well, this, is, so this could be this could be future defining essentially if, for our industry. If they had enough games to where you would say, "Yeah, I may pay a subscription for this." What's the most you'd pay? Fifteen or twenty bucks a month. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, twenty would be pushing it. Do you think they'll have a month subscription, or do you think it'll be tiered like month, three month, and a year? Uh, I'd probably say they'll do month. That seems to work for Netflix and Hulu and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's just a recurring monthly bill. If they want to pull that, then they need to be comparable to Gamefly. And Gamefly is what fifteen, sixteen ninety nine. Yeah, sixteen. So uh, I don't know. It Sony's is- Sony's redeemed themselves as far as charging a shitload of stuff for you. Yeah. It's, so if it's fifteen bucks a month, that's a great deal. Yeah. You Even know? if it's just PS three games to begin with. Yeah, and as long as there's a good library. Yeah. So it's so it's all, you, yeah. 
it's all going to depend on that, of course. And of course, yeah. I want to know how it how it, well it performs. Yeah, so. If you start off with ten games, that then I'm not going to pay no, that. No, I'm not paying fifteen bucks a month to rent ten games. Yeah, no, no, no. You need to at least, like I said, on the it may be bold. They need to have at least a hundred games on that library. Well, yeah, between PS1, PS2, and PS3. Although they're focusing only on PS3 at the start, right? Oh, I don't know. They didn't. They didn't really specify that. They said, "Oh, we're going to have." The entire no, they library. Did, they, no, they did like say PS3 to start off with, then moving oh. backwards uh, for PS2 and PS1, and then eventually PS4, you know, uh, as the last kind of phase. See, I, I don't even know that I would jump on board for just PS3. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, because I got a PS3. No, I've got, I've got a PS3 upstairs. That works fine. Yeah, yeah. If, if no, they no. put PS1 and PS2 on there, then we'll talk. Yeah, when they well, start I, I throwing mean, PS2 in there, that's when I'm jumping on board. The thing that I find the most interesting and that could be the, the biggest game changer is the fact that it's going to be working on other devices. So essentially, you know, their Bravia TVs, um, Samsung are in there. Apparently they're in talks with Samsung about having it on there. You know, these TVs, all right, they're big purchases. Um, a lot, you know, in, in most cases, you're going to spend a lot more on a TV than you are a new console. But that, as time goes on, that could be the, you know, comes bundled with a controller. And you've got a console built into your TV, which um, could shake things up incredibly. Mm, I'm going to say no, because Netflix sucks on those TVs. Yeah, but you're talking about something that's going to go forward. I mean, yes, you get some smart TVs now, and Netflix doesn't suck on them. Um, uh, the Netflix that I've got on my Samsung, as I mentioned earlier, was uh, my Samsung's, what, uh, three years old. Um, uh, that, that app on there is, is, is pretty poor. But as time goes on, it will get better, and well, I hope that, so because that's I can, be the interesting thing to see. Well, I hope so because you know Netflix runs better on my phone than my two thousand dollars television. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, smart TV right now kind of sucks. It's not. Really I'm, smart. Not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but that service could on, and potentially will get better with time, and and this is an added bonus. You know, you get a controller built in or control, but with the package, and all of a sudden you've got access to a large library of games. At that point, you know, probably PS1, 2, and 3 uh, games. And if they get the right publishers on board, if they can get not just the Sony-exclusive stuff, that that is a game-changer. Well, we'll see. Like, the, they announced it for tablets, and I just kind of chuckled at that. Yeah, that one, I'm... Yeah, you... No, no. I don't want to play a video game on my touchscreen phone. No, I'm sorry. Not a PlayStation 1 or 2 game. Those games are hard to control with a DualShock. <laughs> I couldn't imagine playing them with a touchscreen. No. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because I don't even like playing on the Vita. Like, the remote play, because they have to map the R2 and L2 to the back touchpad. That's bad. That, that, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, what, uh, playing Don't Starve, I did play that. I tried the remote play on it, and it's quite cool, because it does know you're playing remote play, and it changes the layout uh, accordingly when it comes to controllers. But yeah, I, I'm sorry, I, I haven't got massive hands. I'm not some kind of big ogre, but I couldn't help but touch the rear screen when I'm hold uh, rear touchpad when I'm holding the device like normally, and that kept rotating the camera. Bugged the shit out of me. Well, there's that, and there's also the fact that every time I've tried remote play in my house, it is laggy as fuck. Mm. I well, I've been okay. I've, I mean, I've, to be fair, I was playing in the same room as Marut was in, and I didn't have any issues. But I hadn't tried it like in my bedroom or anything like that. So here's, here's the funny thing: I was sitting on my couch in my game room, which is let's say 
four feet away from the PS4, and I had it direct connected, and it was still <laughs> lagging. <laughs> Fair enough. So I was yeah, like, yeah, I don't want to do this. That's that's the biggest thing for me, especially with this PlayStation Now stuff, is you got input lag, I kind of don't want to play your game. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little nervous about that. On Live worked pretty well um, for what it was. But then again, its library was terrible. I ended up playing Bioshock and Just Cause 2. And Assassin's Creed was on there too, wasn't it? Yeah, it might have been. I just tested it for a review. and like, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the input lag was okay, but I could definitely see it being an issue on these games for sure. So, like I said, it's something that needs to be proven. It's an interesting concept. I hope it works because it sounds awesome. Yeah. But I also need to know how much it's going to cost. <laughs> That's a big thing for me, because I can buy retro games now, and I may not play them for six months. So paying 15 bucks a month for a service I'm not using is also not tantalizing for me. Yeah. That's when you go into the MMO market. Yeah. And you'd be like, man, I haven't played World of Warcraft in a while. Why am I paying $15 a month for it still? Yeah. I think the only subscription service that I can legitimately say I, I get my money out of is Netflix. And I watch that at least once every other day. Yeah, Netflix so. and PlayStation Plus. Well, yeah, PlayStation Plus, but I kind of have to have PlayStation Plus now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, now that's that was all the bigger stuff, I think. Uh, but we do have a couple emails and some tweets, so let's let's do those. First email comes from Sean. He says, "Sup guys, hope all is well." Recently started playing GTA 5, and I'm seeing the same thing I always hated with Rockstar games. Their menus are always hard to read. My couch sits about 10 to 15 feet away from the TV, and I seem to always have a hard time with the resolution they make their pop-ups and menus. Does anybody else have this problem, or can think of a game or series worse than this? Uh, You are absolutely correct. I have a giant television in my living room, and me trying to play GTA 5 is almost impossible. Well, the stuff they flash up down by the phone... Yeah, that stuff is impossible. Super tiny. Yeah, you can't you can't look at that stuff. I have to get I have a recliner almost next to the television whenever I'm playing that game. Yeah, it's it's hard to see some of that stuff. I'll try there was another game that was really bad about that even when you were playing uh, it the, on. The worst one I can ever remember was Dead Rising. Dead Rising on yeah. an SD television. Yeah, that <laughs> was that was nasty. You couldn't play that game. Yeah. No, you could back before the days of patching every game every five minutes. Uh, Okay, the next question comes from Jamie. He says, I'm sure we're all excited for games to look more realistic as this gen progresses. I've been thinking about the realism of games and the occurrence of the Uncanny Valley came to mind. Uh, And I wanted to know what you guys thought about it. Do you think we we will reach an Uncanny Valley? Do you think we're in it now? Do you think we'll ever get past it? Have a great show. Uh, We've been in it for a while. I mean, you take a look at recent games like um, <clears throat> with Heavy Rain and, the and Beyond. I mean, y- y- you look at it and you still say this isn't real. You know? Yeah. So it's tra- like that, that little thing, isn't it, that's just niggly that doesn't quite fit right. It doesn't have life. That's the thing. You look at it, I mean, I don't want to try and sound, you know... Pretentious? Deep. Well, not pretentious or deep <laughs> or anything like that. I mean, I just don't want to sound... Like I'm, I know what I'm talking about. I really don't know what I'm talking about. But like a douchebag, like a douchebag. There you go. Thanks. Uh, I, I said that. I said pretentious. But uh, it's <laughs> pretentious douchebag. Got at it. Oh, okay, sorry. So, but it, that's the thing. You look at it, and 
even though those are real actors, they, they don't have they don't have that kind of lifelike thing to them. I mean, they 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 are, there's always acting, they're always moving kind of funny, or they're not looking in the right direction exactly, and it's always just something off about it. And I don't think we'll ever. I, I really don't think we'll ever get to it. Well, it's going to be the same case every generation. How many times every generation do we go? Oh my god, that looks real. You know, and I think the only, the only one this this particular system life so far has been NBA Two K fourteen. Yeah. Um, and like my wife turned around while she was playing in the game room one night, and she looked at my TV. She's like, "Why are you watching basketball?" No, oh, that's awesome. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm like, I'm I'm reviewing this game. She's like, oh, okay. You know, it, yeah. If you get up close and pay attention to it for more than thirty seconds, you're gonna know it's not real. Yeah. But at a glance, you're like, oh my god. That's like when Fight Night came out. Like, oh my god, it looks real. Yeah. I, I mean, they they can do all, everything they want to with physics and stuff like that. But as far as making actors look like the real deal, I don't think it's. I mean, you know, the closest thing. I mean, I've seen, I've, I haven't physically played Beyond, but I've seen clips of it and stuff like that. That's that's pretty good. I mean, that's that's about as close as you can get. I, I mean, La Noir did some good stuff with facial animations, but then it looked like you you put an actor's head on a muppet whenever they're walking around. Well, that's, that becomes a problem with Beyond is when you actually control the game, and like your character gets stuck in geometry. You know, that completely takes you out of it. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's but, not real. <laughs> you know, we're at the start of a generation. We've, you I mean, if you look at the advances that the last generation made, you know, from the games that came out at the beginning to things like The Last of Us and stuff that looks, you know, incredible. You know, you you could say that we might get to a point where it's it, it's pretty impressive, but um, that's down to the skill of the developers. Okay, let's bring back FMV. I want another SWAT and, and Fox Hunt. <laughs> Fox Hunt. Oh my god, that was made by Capcom. Yes, it was. That, yeah. that game was pretty bad, actually. Yeah, it was like four discs <laughs> on the PlayStation 1. Uh-huh. We need an HD version of Fox Hunt. Go film it now. Fuck yeah. Just, just reshoot everything. <laughs> With the same actors. Well, they, they, you know, good 15, 20 years older. Yeah. Let's do this. God, I remember used to loving Fox Hunt whenever I was a kid. I want to see the sewer shark guy now. Like I want to, I want somebody to do a VH1. Where are they now for the sewer shark guy? <laughs> <laughs> I think me and you will be the only ones watching it. <laughs> Hell no! Anybody that ever saw that dude, they called it tube steak when they killed the rats in the sewers. They called them tube yeah. steaks. Yeah, yeah, that sounds gross. <laughs> we get Mark Hamill back. We can do another. Um, or the Wing Commander. Yeah, Wing Commander. Which they're doing a new Wing Commander, aren't they? Are they? I thought there was a Kickstarter for a Wing Commander game. Oh, okay. I mean, there I was a kick. So. There was a Kickstarter for Booger Man. Why not? I mean, yeah. Of course, that one failed. But well, I mean, Interplay still owns that property, right? Booger Man. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm I haven't sure been, they do. I haven't been keeping up on the happenings of Booger Man lately. Well, well damn! <laughs> you, need, you need to keep up with this stuff. Last time I saw him was in Clay Fighter Two or Thirty Three and a Third. Is it? I thought sixty four and a half. Well, there was one that was sixty four and a half, but there was also. 33 and a third, wasn't there? Yeah, it was like a remix of the 64 and a half. Hell, I don't know. Yeah. I don't I, know. I, the, the last time I played a Clay Fighter game, I was probably, you know, still waiting on my balls to drop or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Clay, Fighter, Clay Fighter on the SNES was actually pretty awesome. 
Yeah. I, there was one exclusive to, like, Blockbuster, wasn't there? That you could only there. get at Blockbuster? Yep. Man, I know too much about crap that is not relevant anymore. Yeah, yeah we all do. Uh, to the Twitter, I, I sent out a tweet. Didn't get a whole lot of response. Well, thanks, yes. asshole. Shame on you all. Uh, but Fixer did send us a tweet. He said, I play the Project Spark beta, and it's pretty good. It's a cross between Little Big Planet, a choose-your-own-adventure game, and Spore. It can be as simple or as complex as you want. A user created Tetris and other puzzle games, puzzle-type games also. <laughs> I really want to play that game, and it's like Little Big Planet. I don't necessarily want to make my own stuff. I want to play what everybody else makes. Yeah, that's that's me with practically every game like that. That's why I couldn't get into Don't Starve, because it's it's like Minecraft and Terraria. I don't care about that. I just get lost in. I don't actually want to play Minecraft, like the the physical game portion of it. I just want to build with Legos. <sighs> just, that doesn't look, comp- you know. That that was the only thing that compelled me to play it. Like Terraria, I played, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know. This ain't for me. It's a good game, but it ain't for me. Whereas you know Minecraft, I'm like, I can I can just turn off all the monsters and everything, and just go build like a giant Lego house. And that was fun. And digging to the center of the earth, that was fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited about Project Spark. I want to see what people create with that. Um, with the new technology, it'd be like if Sony made a little big planet now, I bet it would be a lot more interesting to see with the new technology. Because users can create some really cool stuff that people, that game developers just won't create. Yeah. So... I mean, just look look at live with PlayStation Now and the porn community that it has spawned. Oh, yes. Well, absolutely. Live Some inventive people now. out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, that's so bad. So live with PlayStation Now? What are you talking about? That's what it's called from the... the uh, it's not live with PlayStation Now. It's live with PlayStation. Whatever it? the... Fuck, seriously. Are you really going to correct me on one word? You knew what I was talking about. From the I, have no, I have no idea what you're talking about. That's where you go to the streaming from the from the PlayStation 4 menu. It says oh, live, oh. live from PlayStation. Oh, okay. I thought it was... You're talking about with the playroom shit? Yeah, where people yeah, are like it. doing it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's... So you can... I never could figure out how to watch streams on my PlayStation. I only had to go to my computer. Just go to, no, go says... to the little block that says live from PlayStation and pick one. Oh, fuck. <laughs> well, I don't explore this shit. <laughs> well, glad you're working it out there. Uh, okay. Uh, last tweet. Well, yeah, like I said, not many people tweeted. Comes from Nivek. He says, Hi. Wondered whether the dual camera lenses on the PS camera can be an advantage against the Connect 2 single camera. Well, probably not. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with no, and, and <laughs> we're going to go back to the original statement. When Sony took that out of the box, they completely ruined any chance of that ever being as relevant as the Connect. Yeah. Uh, and that's just marketing. You know, developers can't guarantee that it's in there, so they're not going to spend the time to build stuff for it. Exactly. So, that's like on the Xbox One, developers can throw in voice commands and facial recognition and all that stuff because, hey, it's in the box. We know you got one. So it doesn't matter if the PS camera has multiple lenses or not. It's just nobody's ever going to use it until there's a... Oh, what was the name of the game where you raced the chairs down the hill for the PlayStation Move? 
Oh, oh I remember that something game. Joyride, something. Yeah, when they make a sequel to that, maybe. Which means never. That was the joke. Because <laughs> they're never uh. going to make a sequel to that dumbass game. <laughs> I I don't know. <clears throat> That's it, though. That's all I got. Oh man. Sorry, I I was quiet during the first part of the show. I was too busy, you know, scrolling around that new, pretty site we have. There you go. That new pretty site. We've got a new yes. pretty site. Yeah, you need to go check that out. It's anyone it's, think you were trying to plug something? I am trying to plug something. It's <laughs> it's a very beautiful, mobile friendly site. What's that website called again? ZTGD.com. Huh, never heard wow. of it. You would that not, sounds awesome. You would not believe how many reviews they have on there. It's crazy. I know, man. Yeah, but apparently our, the guy who runs it is a bit of a dick. He uh, is. Yeah, he, he, is. he is quite the dick. He but, is. I don't, uh, I don't know why people even <laughs> listen to him. I hear they're, they're kind of popular. They said, uh, who, who was it? So I think Metacritic said that they had a, a fuckload of reviews from the top of... I, th- I think that's on the box... When you buy it, it says, when you buy ZTGD.com, it says fuckload. <laughs> fuckload of reviews. Yeah, Metacritic. That's, that's in the commercial. Like when they show the commercial, they're like, "It's got a fuckload of reviews." This is true. We have a lot of reviews on there. I've done a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. I've written a couple. Not very many. Yeah, they don't trust me with them. No, we don't trust you with them. We keep having to tell you, stop putting pictures of your penis in there and ASCII code. Well, you know. I give the people what they want. Yeah, but they don't want that. I got the numbers to prove it. <laughs> See, you should have said, I give the people what they ask you for. Ooh. Oh, oh. I missed that trick. Uh, you know what? The, I thought we were going to get through a whole show without a bad joke. I'm glad I'm not wrong. <laughs> this is great. At least you weren't the one doing it this time. This is true, because mine would have been ten times worse. <laughs> it's a terrible, terrible thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't have anything else. It's it's January, dude. That's all I can say. Yeah. Well, you can also plug that other podcast that's now kind of up and coming on the site. Oh, yeah. There's a couple other shows. There's The Phoenix Down, of course, which you can listen to. Drew and Matt this week talk about Binary Domain. And then you can listen to my lovely voice next week. Week uh, after. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, the week after for yeah. Blue, Blue Dragon. And then, of course, the news burst is up and running in podcast form, which was... yeah. The second podcast to go live in the new site format, because that's all we've been doing is podcasting. If you go back and look at the last few articles, we've <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Phoenix down in four G news burst. Phoenix down. Yeah, yeah. And we uh, news burst also has its own Twitter account now, so yeah. you can follow the headlines. You can follow both. They're at ZTGD News Burst and ZTGD Phoenix Down. Yeah, I believe uh, Newsburst tried to request to follow me, and I turned it down because I didn't know if it was weird or not. <laughs> really? My, my my parents always told me not to talk to strangers. <laughs> you don't get much stranger than us, I guess. That yeah. is the truth. That is the truth. I see those tweets from the Newsburst, and it's kind of cool to see just, you know, 140 character news items. Yeah, I, well, I try and keep it slim, just get to the meat of it and be done. It's what it's what I mean. You look at it as what people want from Twitter, and it all the information in 140 characters or less. There you go. So you should go follow that if you want the news in bite-sized portions. Yeah, and then you can listen to the entire wrap-up on Fridays in the evening when that show goes live. And we've kind of got a new um, 
um, uh, a new co-host. Uh, I think Drew's sort of permanently on on here now. Oh, so. is, that, is that true, Drew? So, somewhat. I don't know. I, I may have to miss some because I usually do some stuff on Friday. Yeah, he has a life on Friday night, you know? Uh, That's right. No, no one has a life on a Friday night. He's got to be going out getting this going, you know? Getting his what on? <laughs> getting my fuck on, so yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> of course. Can't have to edit himself for some reason. Well, you know, I I have a three-year-old child in my house, and he might be able to hear what I'm saying. So sometimes that I was don't. Fuck. I you know sometimes I don't blurt out big four-letter words like Drew. Well, I don't have any. I don't have any in my house, so I can say fuck all I want to. No, I was referring to you being a four-letter word. That was the joke. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and there's your bad joke. One. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm so proud of that one. Not really. <laughs> Uh, but that's it. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, we'll talk about some games. Um, just real quick, let me check if there's even anything coming out over the next two weeks for anything. I don't think there is. I don't dude. think we've got much. I mean, Liberation's coming out, so maybe I'll try to talk Dave into showing up to talk about that. Um, that is literally the only Xbox game um, coming out until the end of the month when they release the Tomb Raider Game of the Year edition, not the Definitive Edition. And Dragon Why Ball. Why is it not the Definitive Edition? What? I thought it was a definitive edition. For Xbox 360. Oh, uh, okay, got you. Uh, And then Dragon Ball Z Battle of Z comes out that same day for PS3 and 360. Oh, man. Uh, Xbox One and PS4 is garbage. Tomb Raider is the only game in January for the Xbox One. Uh, PS4 has Basement Crawl on the 21st, and then Tomb Raider on the 28th. So, yeah, there, there ain't shit coming out. Early adopters, that's what you get. Yep. So enjoy that. Don't starve, because uh, you know that's that 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 game is a testament to the PlayStation 4's library right now. They don't want you to starve. <laughs> oh, leave it alone. I'm just gonna keep doing them. You know why not? Don't worry about another month, and we'll have Infamous. Looking forward to that. That's not that far off, is it? Thinking about it. Well, think no. about like you know, within the next two months, you'll have Titanfall, Thief, uh, Infamous. Just Lords of Shadow Two, Lords of Shadow Two, Dark Souls, Dark Souls Two, 2. South Park, The Stick of Truth, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't push <laughs> yeah, that don't, back again. Don't push you like. Uh, you know, I can hope against hope because that should be about the time I finish Blue Dragon, and I'll be ready to jump right into another forty-hour RPG. I'll tell you. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so anyway, Have fun with that. Oh yeah, but it's South Park, so it'll go by faster. Nah, I'm sure. Uh, that is it. So, if nobody has anything else, we can we can wrap up a a, a pseudo short show. I couldn't imagine how short this show would have been if Jason hadn't been here. Probably pretty short. It'd have been like, "Hey, we're here. Bye, bye, see you guys." <laughs> see you. So, uh, Twitter's follow us. Got Drew at DML Fury, John at John WUK, Jason at Gambus Con, and Ryan at R Wombold. Uh, we've already mentioned the Phoenix Down and the News Burst Twitter feeds. Of course, you can follow me and the site updates at DTGD. We've got that Facebook thing. we got that Twitter thing. we got uh, N4G Radio. The N4G Radio has a Twitter account we never plug. Which is odd since it's showing. It's at N4G Podcast. So you can follow that. And then that's where you can talk, send us questions. And then, of course, you can send them to podcasts at ztgd.com. And we'll read emails on the show. There's just too much shit to plug every week that I don't remember at all. I need, like, a list. 
just pops up on the screen. So that's it. I don't have anything else. I'm done. Anybody else? Going no, I'm once. Good. Going twice. Good. Soul to the man in the chicken suit.